When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. She said, don't, don't let it go to your head. Boys like you are a dime a dozen. Boys like you are a dime a dozen, she said. You're a touch, overrated. You're a lush, and I hate it. But these dresses are... What up? It's John Boy and Jake Radio. It's 2000's punk rock episode week. So this is Taking Back Sunday. You're so last summer. And this is my favorite line coming up right here, Jake. So emo, you could slip my throat and with my one last dying breath, I'd apologize for bleeding on your shirt. Do you think when the lead singer of Taking Back Sunday wrote that lyric and like presented it to the band members, they're like, whoa, dude, <laughs> fuck did no, you just they write? Were like, they were like, that's so money. Yeah. Like, I feel that. I feel that. I mean, for, for the time that was like, whoa, early 2000s. It doesn't get a little more emotional than that. Are you a big TBS guy? Not really. Uh, I mean, I know all their songs, but I never. I, I liked like 2000s punk rock. Obviously, I loved it, but I never, I never was a big uh, TBS guy. I like Brand New more, and they were like a riff. But I know Evan of Evan and Co was a big TBS guy. Yeah, big. And I, I don't know. I feel like I just missed the whole thing. I think I was just too jovial and listening to pop music that i i just missed out do you do you know that song i mean you know that song like i know like of it i couldn't i couldn't sing like uh anything to it oh really wow oh yeah wow so you, that's what I, i'm saying i missed that like whole thing kind of because i don't think i ever put this song on myself tbs but i know like i can sing along to it sure yeah no i'm not there well, they're from Long Island, you know. Strong Island. Emo band come out of Long Island is pretty funny. I feel like that's, yeah, that's a place full of people afraid to be in touch with their emotions. And then you have a dude wow, saying, Jim. what? Jeez. Well, the stereotype. Just attacking Long Island off the rip. The stereotype. And then you have this guy saying, uh. You're a touch overrated. You're lush and I hate it. But these grass stains on my knees, they don't mean a thing because he's going to beg for her. Like, I know that you're a touch overrated lyric just from, like, AIM away messages. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, I, I never sat down and listened to that song or really even heard it on the radio wherever I would be hanging out. When I broke up with Jackie, so- sophomore year mm. of high school, she made her uh, MySpace or her AIM away message Boys like you are a dime a dozen. Boys like you are a dime a dozen. You're a touch overrated. You're a lush and I hate it. Bingo. And she was right. Yeah, she probably was right. She probably was right. And with my one last gasping breath, I'd apologize. Crazy for, for bleeding on your shirt. Hey, did you just slip my throat? Oh, sorry. I got some blood on you. I'm my sorry. Bad. I'm bleeding on your shirt. My bad. 2000s punk rocks, weird time in history when you, I mean, we're already a little removed that it's like a thing, but I feel like it's so niche in 2040 
when I'm showing my kids like, oh, yeah, and this was music we liked. It's going to be like odder than true disco. It's like, what is this? 2040. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. How'd your weekend go, Jake? How did my weekend go? How did my weekend go? Um, (laughs) Sorry. I didn't mean to lay a lot on you. Yeah, it's heavy. Um, no, it's good, man. Watch, watch a lot of the foosball. Um, as you know, I I met up with a uh, former roommate, Jeff. We put some drinks down. We really, um, really did that like over the hill drinking. Um, just went over his place. He invited me over to watch the second half of the the Cowboys Rams game. I was like, "Yeah, Jeff, sure, that sounds great." And I walked in there, and he was watching the game on his phone. So I was like, okay. I heard you tell that story on Talking Knicks. <laughs> Cracks me up. That's so, it's so mean to invite someone over to watch the game, and you're watching on a three-inch screen on the kitchen table. <laughs> what he gave, the fuck? He gave a very innocent face and kind of like, yeah, I'm sorry, this is the situation at hand. And I was like, that's fine. I get it. Um, I mean, luck- luckily, I mean, it was Rams, Cowboys. I wasn't too personally vested in the game. And at that time, I was watching UConn in overtime on my cell phone. So we basically had two <laughs> we had two cell phone games rolling at the same time on Saturday night. And then we went out to gym again. I I know this is right in your wheelhouse, but we were like, all right, let's go out. And our options on a Saturday night are. The Ogden Street Tavern, which is close to me, uh, a dive, like, needs a full bar rescue. Like, just needs it. Like, Taffer would ruin that place instantly. Um, but they do karaoke on Friday and Saturday, so sometimes we end up there. So I assume that's where we're going. But I walked in, and I was like, Jeff, what you thinking? Like, what, uh, you know, what, how, how, do you want your, how do you want your night to go? That's one of my favorite phrases to say. It's kind of it's like a it's a control your own destiny thing. And then mm-hmm. he was like, "Well, what about uh we we could head over to Broadway tonight." And I was like, "Okay." Like Broad- Broadway's a little more active. There's a good amount of bars and restaurants over there. I was like, "Yeah, where where are you thinking on Broadway? There's a cool cool new spot called Canopy." I was like, "Maybe we'll poke our heads in there." Um and he's like, "Man, I I'm uh I'm kind of thinking Sobo." And uh, what you south don't of, know right south now. South of Bobo. Well, south Broadway. So it should be so bro, but they want to keep the bros out. Um, bros and Sobo, Broadway have never mixed. Sobo is your local Czech Republic bar. There's a giant mural of Prague. Oh, that's right um, up Krause's alley. We used to play hockey with the Czech Republic every night, every Saturday oh, night. Oh, he... He's so at home there, and I, yeah. I enjoy it, too. I mean, it's it's cheap drinks. There's, like, a back area that's pool tables and, like, you know, probably low-key criminals hanging out there if you want to get involved in that. There was a little karaoke scene going there, but it was very clicky. Was it like Czech Republic had, karaoke? Kind of. You had to know. You had to be in the know. Like, there's a couple first... There's a couple people that weren't in the crew running karaoke that went up to sing, and they were like, oh, this is their first time singing here, so. And it was like, whoa. Like, jeez. Turn turn down. Um, Hold on. Before you move on, I've got a little right. Czech Republic. This is their top song right now, according to YouTube. Okay. Someone was singing this. No, I mean, they were saying in America. Music videos of a girl with a nice butt putting stickers all around Czech Republic. So it seems nice. I'm into that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was classic. I mean, we we didn't talk to another soul while we were there. Um, our our favorite activity while we're there is there's this like tough, big Czech dude, like six, four, six, five filled out. He's either the owner. I think, I think he's the owner. I think, I think that's been stated, but he's this like just tough guy. Doesn't have the friendliest look to him, whatever. And then there's his brother 
who's clearly involved in the bar but not doing anything and just has this long, crazy hair, like silly facial hair. He was wearing a Colorado Avalanche jersey with the bar's name on it, so in the name it said Sobo, and for the number it was 151. (laughs) And (laughs) that's the name of the bar. And, dude, he's just a comedy show. Like, he just walks around like he owns the place, but clearly... Not that much involved. He, like, hopped into the kitchen three times and kept coming out with handfuls of French fries. Like, the the, the guy was entertainment in itself, if you, if, if you knew what was going on. Um, he, he, he'd come up to us once before previously and because, like, we were the only two guys there. And he's like, you guys will take shots with me, right? <laughs> and we're like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, so that's, that's what he does. So that, That's a that tough life when night. you're going up to the, the newcomers at the bar. You'll take shots with me, right? Oh yeah, he's he's definitely he definitely had his run where he was like the fun brother. The bar would be bumping. He'd be the cool guy that would get the shots out, and then he'd flirt with the girls. And now he's like he's 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 he's, he's fallen warrior at this point, uh, but he's still putting up the good fight. So uh, that was it. A lot of football took down the tree. Um, it's time, and that's uh. That's about it. What about Krause, yourself? Kraus, tell you about when we used to play hockey with the Czech Republic guys? Have I told you about that? I feel like you mentioned it briefly, but I don't remember anything. So. When we were like 16, 17, to stay in shape in the offseason, we'd go to the pickup games with the adults. And they kind of hated us because we were young and had a ton of energy. <clears throat> right. But the Saturday night pickup game in uh, Dublin, California, at the Iceland Park, was like 17 bucks, which is pretty expensive for one pickup game, or was back in 2006. And it was always a bunch of Czech Republic guys versus the other guys. But when awesome. we were 16, like, we didn't have part of either crew. So you, they would just throw you with whatever side needed more guys. Right. And if you got put on the Czech Republic side, you basically paid $17 to skate back and forth. Because they wouldn't pass to you because you weren't right. Czech. They'd make you play defense because they wanted to score. And then their main Czech dude... Oh, fuck, Kraus would remember his name because his son was like in the AHL. He, he would play goalie, and this is what I've told you. He would play goalie, but then he would, he was a skater, but he would suit up if we needed a goalie, but then he'd just like, he'd stop the puck, and then he'd like NHL blitz, like he'd just skate up the whole ice as a goalie with a puck trying to score. It was like, this sucks, man. This is yeah, the worst. This is awful. And they'd just get so drunk before the game and then after the game in the parking lot. It was like, really hope I'm not on the fucking check side. Sorry. But I think Krauss loved it. Oh, yeah. Didn't hate it. Didn't hate it. My weekend we had, was we good. Had a fun, we had a fun talk because, dude, there's this giant mural of Prague. And we were talking about, <laughs> like, do we think there's bars anywhere in the world that have, like, I don't know, a giant mural of Denver skyline? Yes. Like, where, though? Like in Prague? Oh, you mean not in Denver? Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to find like a Denver bar in another country, which I don't, I mean, there's New York, Chicago, like big cities for sure. I don't think comparing Prague and Denver is well, that's, there. That's the thing. I mean, if I, if I told you to list off European cities, I mean, I think you'd list off a lot before you get to Prague, not a shot at Prague. It's, it's beautiful. Yes, but place. you got to think of it like if people from the Czech establish a bar in america they're gonna put up their biggest city if people in america establish a bar in another country they're gonna put up one of their bigger cities which isn't okay interesting so the check angle stronger there yeah i like that yeah. i guess instead of considering it europe in the united states if you consider it country by country yeah that does make more sense nice glad i helped you out thanks thanks your weekend my weekend, my weekend i didn't i did nothing i did which was good Saturday, I think I just sat around and did some work all day, watched the sports, had some dinner with my family, watched the Cowboys game with my dad, did a lot of reading for Last from the Past. That was nice. That was fun. Sunday, woke up, snowstorm. Not really snowstorm. We had like two inches on the island. Bought a shovel, shoveled for like three hours. Good day. Sat around, made uh, tomato soup with grilled cheese because this is a good nice snow day meal. Edited, recorded Talking Yanks, did some work. Good weekend. Did nothing. Nice, man. Yeah. Now the snow's gone. We're supposed to get more snow next weekend again, so I'm excited about that. It's excited. Katie got to see the snow. 
Yeah. Katie liked the snow, but it wasn't like a good snowstorm. It's all gone already. Right. That's island life. Island life, yeah. Every now and then there'll be one. One time my grandma had to climb out the window because she got she got snowed in on the island. Hoping for that. Why'd she have to climb out the window, though? Because she got snowed in. She couldn't open the door. Like, it was like she wasn't strong enough to push the door past the snow. Okay, so the window was higher than the snow. Got, got it. Yeah, window was higher than the door. If you had a window as low as the door, I think that would be called a doggy door. I mean, I could see some 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 different layouts, but yeah, I, I get it. Okay, let's go into sports. The Knicks lost to someone on Friday night, 121 to 106. They are bad. They are the second worst record in the league. I think that's what Knicks fans want, but it hurts to want that. The Rangers beat the Islanders 2 to 1 on Saturday. They then lost to the Blue Jackets 7 to 1 on Sunday. The Devils beat the Flyers. The Yankees signed infielder DJ LeMahieu, which has sent Yankee fans into a bit of a state of confusion wondering What's going on? Mammoth beat Manhattan 65 to 49. St. John's lost to DePaul 79 to 71. Is the magic over, Jake? That's three losses in their last five games. Nothing to brag about there, Albert. UConn lost to Cincinnati. They are now one in three in conference play and looking rather hopeless in the standings. CCSU beat St. Mary's 77 to 68. So pull that safety bar down and hold on your hats because the roller coaster ride is just getting started. That's two. Two in a row, baby. Nice. Tri-State update. Complete. Not a lot Is of good. A, uh, not a lot of good going on in the Tri-State right now. Uh, Central Connecticut State Blue Devils. Oh yeah, beat those losers at Mount Saint Mary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two in a row. They got Saint Fran. They got two home games coming up. Saint Francis of PA and Robert Morris. I mean, I don't know. I just think we're we're about to get hot. Um, I guess I'll keep it college basketball. I'll start with. Wait, hold on. Negative. Robert Robert Morris has right. to be the lamest school that's just straight up named after a dude. There's a few of those in the Northeast, like Franklin Pierce. Yeah, how many are there? Because. I'd like to. I think go, there's more I, than you think. I'd I think, like to go I think down. our current Robert Morris fans are pretty mad at you. No, I think Robert Morris has got to be. I mean, find me one that's more like just like what sounding than Robert Morris. I mean, I think Franklin Pierce is right up there. I just said that. Franklin is a name of power. The turtle, man. People think of the turtle. Oh, I don't even know the turtle. I never watched that. But Franklin, I think Benjamin Franklin. I think Franklin's. I think money. I think power. Brett said Oral Roberts. That's Oral Roberts is up there. That's yeah. Tulsa. Shout out. Yeah, that's pretty bad too. I think there's a lot of those. <laughs> I think I, I think you owe our I I think you're right. I don't think Robert Morris is an exciting name, but to to throw it number one on the board instantly like that. Well, it's the number one I can think of. I need to think of more and then rework it. If you got others, throw them my way. Oral Roberts, at least Oral is like a weird name these days that it's like you makes you think. Robert Morris just sounds like your friend who comes over and eats too many of your snacks and you don't even really like him. Sounds like you just hate some guy named Robert. No, because Oral Roberts, I like that. Just, well, you said you don't love it. You said you're, you're putting it up there as the worst names ever. So, yeah. And you've yeah. just flown past Franklin Pierce. You're calling that a powerful name. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it, it sounds I like, like you've got some Robert issues, which no, if I you like, have any friends named Rob, maybe you need to address that with them. No, I like the name Robert because it's got a lot of nicknames. Well, Rob, Bob, Robbie, Bobby. But I don't like Robert Morris as a school name. I think it's lame. Throw all the school names that are just straight up after do that my way, and I'll make, a, I'll make my power rankings. What's the, uh, oh, I, I was going to say Salve Regina. I don't know what that is, but it still kind of flows well. Someone sent, Salvatore just sent Babson College, but that's not a first and last name. That's just one name, Babson. Yeah. Fine with that. Babson. It's got to be first and last name of one dude. Babson. 
And then I'll, I'll, everyone's asking for them now. I'll put together. I'll go research it. I'll put together my power rankings. We'll do. We'll do the research on it. Um, I guess college basketball. While we're still there, I, I can touch upon it. The Alberts' favorite team, St. John's. Um, I mean, this is what I was trying to warn people was coming with St. John's. They, they just hadn't played anyone. I. That's you know. I'm. I'm not trying to be mean about them, but their their so schedule. Mean. Their schedule was so light, um, and now they're they're playing some real teams, and they're starting to face it. Um, luckily, they play in the the new Big East, so they're I mean they're playing some good teams. So if they, uh, I don't know if they keep it up, they're they're looking. I think they're going to be a bubble team, Jim. Hold I, on, I people. L- were- look at the rest of their schedule right here. So they're they've they've won they've lost three of their last five. I'm sorry, Albert, if you're listening, but they got Creighton coming up. Uh, I don't know if Creighton's any good this year. Then they have Butler, then Georgetown, then Creighton again, then Duke. So if the next five games go the same, they could be looking at like four and six in their last ten. Yeah, and I it's even worse. It, it'll it'll be interesting. I mean, Creighton and Butler don't have some of the teams they used to have. Uh, same with Georgetown, but yeah, I mean, it's just. These are teams that are kind of on on a same level. So you've got some home and road games. It'll depend how those play out. And I mean Duke. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, Duke. That that's the kind of win that can almost get you into the NCAA tournament alone. So we'll probably see the Johnnies turn up by then. But uh, yeah, I mean this this is a bubble team that we have now made every Albert ever like. So mm-hmm. go St. John's. Yep, Albert and Albert Grazzi. And then my UConn, I'm I'm sorry, they are not a bubble team. They're they've been pretty tough, um, but they actually their their loss might have been their best game they've played this season. They they fought and they went to overtime against Cincinnati, some tough calls, um, but yeah, they they won. They beat SMU at home, and then they lost this game to Cincy on the road, which would have got them to even in conference play. They went to overtime. Tough loss. It is what it is. Um, they're uh, they're they're full out rebuilding. Their their talent level is pretty bad, and that's what this season's been finding out. Nice. I have an interesting college name for you. Okay. Uh, Bob Jones <laughs> University in South Bob Carolina. Bob Jones College. <laughs> if you just say someone, where'd you go to school, Bob Jones? <laughs> <laughs> Bob Jones College. You just that, hate basic names. What's up with that? It just doesn't sound like a college. It just doesn't sound like a school. Like if you tell You're where'd you go to school, Bob Jones. My, like, oh, you went to Bob, Bob Jones's Joe. house for college? You're me and my Bob Jones institutions. Yeah. Bob Jones College is pretty fun. And they're all like evangel evangel what's that word? Evangeli. What could you be true? Oh, Maybelline, why can't you e- be Evangelical? Yeah, evangelical people. Evangel- but what's the term for a, a guy? That's an... Uh, a guy. <laughs> Do you know what I'm trying to say? No. Evangelical is the word, but one guy who does it. Brigham Young. Evangelist. Carnegie Mellon. Carnegie Mellon's two last names of guys. Yeah, um, it needs to be first and last name of one guy. That's the stipulations here. First at colleges with the first and last name of one guy. I've we seen have, a George we have, Fox. We have four so far. What was that one? George Fox. That's that's interesting. But Fox is kind of cool. Harvey Mudd. Oh, that's great. Hobart and William Smith. So that's brothers there. A lot of colleges, huh? There's so many colleges. That's why I mean, I, I just I got offended when you threw Robert Morris just straight under the bus like that. It's Robert Morris and Bob Jones are fighting it out, but Bob Jones makes me giggle, and Robert Morris doesn't make me giggle. So Robert Morris still a loser of the losers. Roberts Wesleyan, Robert Gordon. Yeah, we'll. I mean, we'll we'll get you in the book. Sarah Lawrence. We'll uh. We'll we'll have you dig a little further. We'll we'll get a power ranking out of you. Great. Send me all in. Agnes, send me all. Agnes Scott. Who? Agnes Scott. 
sentence. That's tough. <laughs> um, I mean, what what else do we got here? The Yankees signed LeMahieu. Is is a lot of you know we do the Talking Yanks podcast. We've done like two full we, episodes on it because it's so confusing. Like, what does that? Yeah, mean? it's uh. The, the Yankees have been talking about mega team, but right now they're just kind of this, they're a really good team with a lot of moving parts. So we'll see how it plays out. If you're into that, go give that a listen. Let's move on to the national the news. That's where everything is. Yeah. And we, we just, we recorded a talk in Knicks. So if you're into the Knicks, go check that out. I'm going, going back, back to baseball, baseball, question mark, for Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray has to announce today if he'll be going into the NFL draft. Going to be really interesting. The Jokeland A's trying to keep him around. Jimmy, playoff football this weekend will start on Saturday. The Colts just don't bring anything to play. Kansas City, Kansas City beats him up 31-13. The Rams, as I told you, I was watching on that big plasma screen. Rams win 30-22 to over them Cowboys. Sunday football, the Patriots win at home 41-28. to Jakey's lock, free money, 3-0 and people, 41-28. Chargers put on a couple Chiefs ones late. And then the fun game, New Orleans versus Philly. New Orleans holds on 20-14 to after being down 14 nothing. James. Well, can you tell me about Kyler Murray before we go into football? What what's going on here? So, Kyler Murray, so he get he gets drafted by Oakland, right? And he he gets a 4.6 million signing bonus. Then he goes and they're like, "Yeah, go go play football at Oklahoma for a season. Knock yourself out, kid." He's like, oh, thank you very much, Oakland A's. So he does that, goes out, wins the Heisman Trophy. And now, because he's starting to get NFL love, the money equation is kind of thrown off. Like, if you're a first-round pick quarterback, I think you you get a guaranteed contract in the tens of millions of dollars if you're anywhere in the first round. So... His football money is now outweighing his baseball money. So he's gone back to Oakland and being like, hey, if you guys want me to play baseball, you're going to have to sweeten the pot, which Oakland can do, Jim, but they essentially have to give him a major league contract. And they'd have to add him to the 40-man and stuff like that. So Kyler Murray is basically putting in the A's A's in a position that they'd have to pay him a lot more money than you'd ever pay a first-round baseball pick. You'd have to put him on the 40-man. He could still do minor league stuff, but he'd only have, like, he could only go up and down three or four times, I believe, and then he'd be, like, you'd have to go through waivers and stuff like that. And it would start his free agency clock. So he is basically full-court press on Oakland... Um, and again, like I, you know, I know, you know, Oakland pretty well, but this has turned into a pretty crappy situation for them when they were hoping to get some good PR and some good love. Now they could essentially be making this guy a free agent really early, rush him to get to the major leagues before he's fully developed. And then (laughs) basically they could lose him earlier if he agrees to do all of this. Um, so I don't know. We're we're gonna find out soon if Kyler declares for the draft. Then I think the baseball stuff is out the window for a little bit. How good is he at baseball? So that's the question. He was, I mean, he was the eighth pick or whatever it was. He's never like fully trained at baseball for a year because he's been half football. So he's got the tools. I mean, he's 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 a really good center field guy, like five five ten, quick. Um, power potential too, uh, and he's he's just a really good athlete. And they're basically banking on the fact that if he dedicated himself to baseball, that he'd be even better at that than he is now. 
Hmm. It's really interesting because at the quarterback position, uh, we always say baseball is the easier choice, but at the quarterback position, I think football is the easier choice. Quarterbacks hang around forever. They can't really get that hurt anymore. I mean, unless it's a freak injury. Like, it's not like he's going to go take his licks every single day. Right. And you're going to get a lot of money right away with football, where if he goes to baseball without these stipulations that he's demanding, if he, if he was to go and just be put in the minor leagues, he could he could be locked up for eight years. I mean, I wouldn't say that. I mean, that's like high school age. It would it would be. I mean, for him, especially because he has multiple options, it would almost be like if he doesn't make the majors in two to three years, then he'd almost be like, well, like shoot, it's almost time for me to try football again. But what? But I'm saying, if he doesn't, nothing in baseball is guaranteed. If he makes it in two years, then he's uh, locked in contract with the A's and not seeing free agency for eight years, which would put him at. Well, no, that's that's this whole contract stuff he's doing. That's what I'm saying. He's forcing their hands. I'm explaining why he's forcing their hands. Right. It's not eight years either. It's six. But two in the minors and then six in the majors. That's eight years until he would become a free agent, which would put him at around thirty years old. Right. Right, so he's trying to force their hand and become a free agent, be able to become a free agent at, like, 26, and then he would make huge money. I I think this dude should go play quarterback. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of crazy. That's where all the signs are pointing. And the, the thing that's really scary for everyone is the guy is truly 5'9", 5'10", which we've, we've never really had any quarterbacks in the league that size. But now with Baker doing well, uh, Drew Brees, they're they're both six foot flat, but they're both stocky. I mean, they're both built. Kyler would have to get that up a little bit. But with all the shotgun and stuff, you know, you 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 can read the offense before the play, and that stuff's not as big as a factor as it used to be. Um, Getting the ball out there quickly. So, I I guess that's kind of what everyone's coming to the consensus to. Like at this point, if he can be a first round pick as a quarterback. That is the way to go because the health risk isn't what it used to be. Um, and, I mean, if he's even good, it, if he's an average quarterback, I mean, look at all, all the guys we talked about, Stafford. Um, all these guys get $20 million per year, and teams are scared to get rid of them because it's so hard to find a quarterback. So they're saying now that the safer money is football. I mean, the bigger thing for Kyler Murray has to be I mean, which one do you want to do, dude? Because <laughs> um, you can't do both as a quarterback. I'm sorry. We we did the whole Dion thing and Bo Jackson. No, if as it a was quarterback, back, you can't. If it was running back or cornerback, you could do that. But quarterback, you're the face of the franchise. You're supposed you have to be OTAs in every practice and doing that. Um, the other positions, you could almost get around that a little bit. Um, but yeah, dude, it's kind of it's got to be what you love. Because I mean, that's you're playing these physical sports where you put your body through hell. And you have to be invested in it. So, I don't know. I, I think we're we're going to find out soon. But it's pretty wild. And if, if he does love baseball and he gets the A's to give in to their terms, um, I, I don't know. It's just with the whole free agency situation in baseball, Kyler Murray could end up getting one of the biggest free agent contracts. And he's never played <laughs> any Major League Baseball. They were talking about Shohei Otani, how he came out last year. He's making amateur minimum, or the the minimum salary, 500K. He's got to be like, what the hell? Like, I was a premier player overseas in premier Major League Baseball. Teams would have rolled the red carpet out for me. So the whole the the whole situation is, is pretty wild. Yeah, I, I read that the Oakland had to get clearance from the MLB to even be able to pay him that. So they're they're trying to find some loopholes because there's there's some there's some verbiage in there that's like signing a player to another contract after you've already signed him and he's he he already signed his draft contract thing, um, but yeah so you you'll like this Jim Major League Baseball is actually actively involved in this process because they want to say they got Kyler Murray to play baseball instead of join the NFL. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like you. It's weird to think about, but from the MLB's front office, these decisions kind of, they probably put a lot more weight into them than the average fan. 
because they get to yes. kind of say like we had premier athletes play in our league over that league. Yeah. Interesting. And it's what the baseball that's been kind of terrible at marketing their players and 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 some of that stuff. Yeah, they're like it's it's the Oakland A's, <laughs> the MLB and Kyler Murray's people all in a room yesterday trying to figure out the best way to make this work for everyone, which is <laughs> I mean just straight bizarre. For a guy that might not be a good Major League Baseball player. Yeah. Well, it's fun. Fun to see how I like like these guinea pig experiments, see how it plays out. It's fun. Let's go to the foosball. You went went three and four this week, and I went two and four with our picks. Good job, Jake. Okay. What, I got the KC wrong game, and I I, I mean, I need to talk to the people a little bit about this, Jim, because... Um, I've been saying that I, I thought the Chiefs' defense is suspect and they, they were going to get exposed, and I think this was the game to do it. And the Colts just came out and looked so bad. Um, oh, they hold them to one it, touchdown, right? Like one offensive touchdown? Yeah. Did, the, did, did you watch the Colts game towards the end? There was a terrible drop that wouldn't, wouldn't have really impacted the game, but like literally wide open guy in the end zone, ball just clunked off his hands. Uh, mattered for people in Vegas. Yeah, mattered for the sp- the spread, right? Uh, yeah, not not the the traditional game spread, but if you did teasers or if you did any of that stuff, um, I think you'd like teasers, Jim. We'll see if we get there. No, but it's too involved. Uh, it, it was if you had if you had the if you had um the Colts plus twelve, then that right, touchdown which, would have made it an eleven score game. But he dropped right, it right in which, his hands. Which yeah was the teaser if you had the six points, um, but yeah the uh, Casey looked really good and they they have looked really good, um, dude they looked it, re- like really really good. Well their their defense looked really good which was surprising and let, let's be honest I mean the Colts team that showed up was was a Colts team that was was not the same I know a lot of people were saying that the hot streak they went on they hadn't played a lot of good teams and that's. That's fair to a degree, but also, I mean, it's the NFL, and you got to go win games, and the the Colts' defense had looked good. But, uh, yeah, Casey had a good plan. They dominated. Um, the first, the second England. touchdown run by Hill, is it? Yeah. He, he just zigs and zagged through everyone. Like, no one put a hand on him. It was so weird. The Colts' defensive guys were just not in any position to make a tackle, and he scored, I mean, he started from the 15. No, he started from the 45. Yeah. It's like a 40-yard run and he just looped through everyone like it was a parting of the sea. Yeah, and that's that's a mix of I'd say the Colts effort and I mean Tyreek Hill is one of the like four or five guys in the league that you see that's like faster than everyone. <laughs> um which is cool, but I I mean just watch that play. It looks like it the Colts look like they're playing bad high school football. Like there's guys in the area, they're just not doing anything. Um, so I don't know. the The Colts are going to be everyone's team next year, Jim, because we saw Luck be healthy this year and be good, and everyone likes Frank Reich, and they've got a ton of draft picks. So I'm just FYI, the Colts are going to be everyone's like sleeper favorite next year. Nice, nice, Colts, yeah. Did you see uh did you see the snowball situation? I like that. I saw a couple snowballs coming in. I mean, I I got excited for the snow game. They had a couple good camera angles and then during the game there was nothing. I had a thought and if you tweet it out people don't hear it the way you're saying it and you just sound like a loser so I didn't tweet it out, but I wanted to say like right. it's truly bizarre how much the human brain or men in America like just because there's a little bit of snow, it was like rubbing your palms together giddy like oh we got snow playoff football like it was like another level of excitement and then it really what didn't turn out to be a snow game on the field at all no not at all that's what my 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 girlfriend walked through at one point because i i told her and she got excited i was like yeah there's gonna be a snow game today she's like oh that's cool and she came and she looked and she's like wait this is the snow game yeah and i was like i'm i'm sorry (laughs) you were lied to Um, too yeah, so that that uh that was what it was, and then the the Rams Dallas nightcapper, which I I think after Casey Indy, I mean it kind of played out. A, a lot of people would expect that Kansas City would win that game. This was, Rams um, Cowboys was boring. Yeah, it kind of was a boring game, and I 
it was interest it was interesting coming in because there was going to be more cowboy fans there the rams had like the worst rushing defense in the league um and the cowboys run the ball so like you could start talking it up in your head you're like okay i mean if dallas gets rolling with zeke this this could be the cowboys team that finally gets that fan base excited um yeah, it was kind of a dull game. The The Rams don't look like the same team that they were to start the season. Goff didn't have any throwing touchdowns. The cool, the coolest part for me was my old buddy C.J. Anderson, Jim. Oh, yeah. 23 carries, 123, two touchdowns, and looking fat. Little bowling ball, for real. Looking thick. Short and thick. He's our, our kind of guy. Um, he looks what's like he, Mike what, Tolbert. What's he listed at? Ooh, that's a that's a fun game. And what do you so think I'm, is I'm for, what do you think CJ stands like, for? If you get one of the first names for CJ Anderson, I'll give you one of my Burger King cups. I mean, I I wish I did know he was a Bronco for a long time. I I'll Carl Joseph. No, over two. Cortrell. Well, I mean, Javon. Okay. So you blew it. I blew it. Uh, he's listed at 5'8", 225, which <laughs> could be kind of accurate. Um, I think he's even he's beefed up a little from there. They showed a picture of him next to Jerome Bettis, who's like the all-time big guy running back, and they looked <laughs> pretty similar. Um, but, yeah, the uh, – the, he's the from Vallejo. Roll on, which which was the theme of the weekend. He's from Vallejo, which is where CZ Sabathia is from. So hey hey, Vallejo, probably Bay Area. Wonder if they're boys. Bay Area. Bay Area. Um, yeah, and his his story is kind of cool. The Broncos didn't re-sign him after he had a bunch of good seasons, which happens with the running backs. And then he went to Carolina. They cut him. Oakland picked him up, and they cut him before he even played. And then he ends up on the Rams, and he, he, he helped win a playoff game. So that's nice. That's nice. That's nice. Patriots blew out the Chargers. If anyone didn't think that was going to happen, I honestly, listen, I don't know if I can do this because I've been wrong about a ton of games, but if you thought the Chargers were going to go to Foxborough and beat the Pats, yeah. I, I think you're dumb. I'm sorry, Jeff Papson, my old neighbor and my old best friend, because he was tweeting at us that he went against us. He had the Chargers. I don't think you're dumb, Jeff. I just think you were acting dumb in the moment. People are getting caught up. The Pats might not be good. The Chargers and Phillip Rivers were not going to beat them. Right. People were falling in love with the Chargers roster. They were talking about how good the defense was and the offense is dynamic. And you start... You're right, Jim. You you lose some sight of logic where it's you have to go into this saying Philip Rivers has never beat Tom Brady. He's now 0-8 against Tom Brady and the Patriots. It's in New England. They're off a bye week. They're one of the best sports dynasties to ever do it. Like, be on the wrong side of history if that's how it's going to happen. If Philip Rivers grits it out and this Chargers team really is special and they take it down... Be okay that you didn't predict it and see that coming. <laughs> like, be okay that you bet the Pats minus four and you're undefeated with me and making bets. If the Chargers did it, just be like, hey, cla- claps for the Chargers. Phillips, Phillip Rivers did it. They're now the team of destiny. But before that game, to think that they were going to do it, is, it's insanity. You know, what's, you, know, you, you know what was my least favorite thing about this game? Sure. Tony Romo calling Philip Rivers Philip the entire time. I texted you that. Like yeah. this is annoying the hell out of me. Even Ryan Ruka, our buddy, says like the hardest thing about calling CC Sabathia games is calling him Sabathia because he calls him CC. Right. But you have to keep that level of like because it was like Tony was talking about his friend. He was like, Oh, Philip dessert doesn't deserve this. You know, we just really got tip or hat to a great season by Philip. Shut up, Tony Romo. They're Getting, they're losing. It's embarrassing. Philip Rivers is throwing temper tantrums, which I was actually okay with. I, I've come around on Philip Rivers. I used to hate his guts, and now I've I've come to respect him. That's the thing with like Puig and Philip Rivers and those guys. Your antics 
make me dislike you for like one or two years. But if you do them for 10 years straight, I'm like, okay, dude, that's you. Do you. But yeah, I've, but- I've, I've done a full reversal on Philip Rivers. I, I think it's, I think it's now hilarious that he's, he, know what it was? People would make like the Philip Rivers, Eli argument and all that stuff. And even, even Philip Rivers, big Ben, cause they're all in the same bucket. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm sorry. Like Philip Rivers is really good, and he's he's done he's done some good stuff. They're gonna end up throwing him all in the Hall of Fame. And now I love his fire and passion because it's like you're clearly over the hill. Um, you know who knows when your last rodeo is at this point. But like, if you're a Philip Rivers supporter, how many good teams has he had that haven't done anything at all? <laughs> like yeah. I, you just you. But you're you're absolutely right. I used to hate Philip Rivers. I'd be like, dude, he's a hardo. Like the the yeah, stuff he was he's doing. he was in my top three back in the day. It was Valverde, Papelbon, and Philip Rivers were my top three most hated athletes. Papelbon never came out of the bad graces. Valverde disappeared, but Philip Rivers, I've I now like because it's just what I said. Like oh, that's just who he is. Yeah, it's kind of it's it's borderline nut job, which we like. When he was younger, it looked like you know this is a show. He's putting on a show. He's just like uh, he's right. immature. A- and it was like, nah, it's just who he is. Yeah, dude's a fucking nut job. Yeah, it's good, good for Phil. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that that game was over before it started. The the Philly New Orleans game, man. I our 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 buddy Big Cat tweeted out the best. I think the best way was it was a good game. It was a fun game. New Orleans is rocking. I think it is definitely the best home field in the NFL. But it felt like we were robbed of what was going to be an all-time ending because of the Alshon Jeffrey drop, um, which is a little unfair. But it's true. Like I, I didn't even realize because after the roughing the passer, I didn't realize how far down the field they were. Like They were there. Yeah. Uh yeah, this game did nothing for me. I was expecting a lot more. I mean, it was 14 nothing and then 20 unanswered and that that's correct. That last drive would have been insane. But yeah, so the moment it was intercepted, I was really disappointed. Not cuz I wanted the Eagles to win. I would have liked them to lose, but that just right. was a shitty way to end that game. I was like, ah, nothing. Right. And and you you kind of described it great there too, Jim, cuz the game wasn't pretty and wasn't that fun to be honest. And then, like this, that the end of the game was the chance to to make it like this crazy event, but it kind of it ended kind of sloppily too. Um, it I I will say, man, it's insane. They with that missed field goal by New Orleans, Philly had the ball with a chance to win at New Orleans with the Nick Foles show going on, and I was just like, this is insane. If he won that one, I mean, when does it stop? <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, it's true. Right, I'm gonna call it. Call it. Whew. I haven't had your video this entire time since the. Me uh, either. I you see don't have, you. I don't see me though. Yeah, I, it must be. I don't know if you clicked an. Uh, uh, if you clicked a browser that has taken over your video, or anything. But it'd be nice to get it back for Instagram clips and that. We got a lot of new followers over the weekend, so. I don't know if you can toggle anything, but it's, you it's think okay. Something if you else took my video. I don't think so. Maybe there's a browser that's hacked, and now someone else is watching you instead of me being able to watch you. I mean, that's well, that that could happen at any time, and I'm I wouldn't be shocked if there's people trying to check this out. Um, oh yeah. Oh 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 O'Reilly. If we can't fix it, that's fine. That's fine. I'll just put a picture of you shirtless for all the Instagram videos. That's fine. It's fine. Also fine. Also fine. Anything for halftime? Nothing? I don't think so. Sports-heavy show. You guys got to know this on a Monday, especially after a big football weekend. That's going to happen. But, yeah. Yeah. We have uh, – should we – we're at 50 minutes. Do we do the real news, a voicemail, and Jake's bet of the day – and make it a little bit of a longer show on this Monday, or do we skip the real news, just do the voicemail and Jake's bet of the day? I, I think we we come back to the real news tomorrow. We we let that manifest because that normally leads to a good real news day. It's true. Okay, well let's here we go. We have a voicemail. I just have to pull it up real quick, and um, 
Oh, boy, Jimmy. Didn't have this prepared, even though I knew I was going to do it. So that's something stupid. You know what we can talk about, though, while I set this up? Did you, are you interested in, I know you watch Game of Thrones, so did you watch the trailer? That's heavy news on the internet right now. And then also True Detective Season 3 started. Are, are you a True Detective guy? Hit me with those real quick. So I'm I'm a I'm I am a throner, you know this. Um, I haven't watched the new preview, um, so I'm I'm excited to do that like right after this. Um, what I am excited about, Jim, is that April 14th uh, is going to be Great Sports Day because a, well, there's going to be a Yankees game, which you and I will be watching. Um, b, it's the final day of the Masters. Um, so that's awesome. That's like one of the best days in golf. And then that's going to lead right into Game of Thrones. Yeah, so but that's I, have, gonna be... I have bad news for you there. What's that? That's got to be a record day for us. Oh, it's going to be a record day, but if it's an afternoon game, I mean, we'd, we'd be recording probably during the end of the Masters. Okay, yeah. So April 14th, White Sox 105. So we'll record at around 430 to 5.30, hit the end of the Masters. It's perfect. It's a perfect day. See? There you go. I was just checking. I didn't want you to get let down. Don't try to bad news me. I just was, didn't want you to get let down. You're a real Robert Morris sometimes. <laughs> um, so you're not a True Detective guy? Did you even watch episode one of True Detective? I'm not, man. I haven't watched any of the True Detectives. I can't believe you haven't watched season one of True Detective with McConaughey and Woody Harrison doing their thing. And I, I'm sure I would love it. I, I feel, I feel kind of like a casserole for not having watched it. Yeah. True Detective season one is one of the best standalone seasons of television. And then True Detective season two was so convoluted and not good. But this one looks really good. I'm actually got to watch it today because I'm recording a six-pack cinema we're going to try and do it. If, we all, if all three of us like it, then we're going to do six-pack cinema for it, which I'm excited nice. about. I can't seem to find this voicemail I had, which is pissing me off. Um, okay. Someone called in, and I would love to play his voicemail so he can get his voice on the show and shit, but we had so many voicemails for Talking Yanks that I can't seem to find it, and I did a bad job. Anyway, someone called in and basically was asking about our history because they say they listen every day but they must have started afterwards because they don't know how we met why i've lived so many places so i thought there might be a couple other new people around and uh do you want to tell your version of of that oh um okay i i can do that um i would say a long long time ago a boy and a gal no um James and I met, and Jim, Jimmy always tries to spin this off in, in, a, in a different matter because it's, it's from his perspective, and I don't care about his perspective. That's but why Jimmy I would let you do it. moved to our town, um, Middlebury, Southbury, Connecticut, shout out, um, and it was freshman, freshman year of high school. So everyone just assumed he went to the other high school. It was terrible. And that, that was... But that's the time when everyone's being the most friendly to people they don't know. That's the first time in kids' life they're kind of being friendly to people for the first time. Because, like, you join up in middle school, you almost get that pride, like, oh, I don't care. I don't care about the other kids from in the new middle school. Like, you guys are my buddies for life. At high school, your hormones start kicking in, and you're like, yo, dude, we're going to join the new high school. There's going to be a new batch of girls there. They're going to be hot. They're going to be into us. And we're going to, like, dominate the sports teams now that we combine the two middle school baseball teams. So Jimmy was there, and everyone's being friendly with him because they just assume he's from the other high school. That's not this true, when, but okay. It's, it's how I write the book, though. And then okay. so we, we end up playing freshman baseball together. <laughs> and he's, uh, I don't know, guy built kind of like me. This is back when you were hot, though, so I don't know. We were kind of in different leagues then. Appreciate um, that. But, yeah, we, just, we, we were friendly. We hit it off. And then, but it was kind of it was kind of an odd friendship because Jimmy's house from where I lived was an honest forty five minutes away. Damn so to, rural for us, Connecticut, for us to like do stuff, it was me asking my mom to like commute me an like an hour and a half. Um, 
So we we didn't hang out a ton, but I I I respected the hell out of Jimmy because he he'd he'd done a lot of the stuff I hadn't done. He'd moved around a lot. He'd made new groups of friends. I mean, I I was kind of a, a day one crony, um, and then Jimmy moves away. He comes back. He applies to every school except my college in Connecticut. He ends up going to a college 15 minutes away, University of Hartford, U-Hart, shout out. Uh, go Hawks. Is that their mascot? No idea. Hartford Hawks, maybe. Um, but basically, I went, I went to party with Jimmy once or twice at Hartford, and I was like, okay, this will be fun. And then it was kind of like we were the juniors with freshman-level knowledge of the school, so we were just kind of – bouncing around looking to do whatever and then i was like yo come party at central because we know the scene there and when i say scene i mean eight guys drinking in a dorm room which is jimmy's Beer scene balls. and then he he was <laughs> like oh this is fun and he's like hey i might transfer here and then because jimmy's gone to a bunch of schools and stuff more credits and stuff transferred over so jimmy was like yeah i think i'm gonna come to central so jimmy came to central we uh we we ran the town for a couple years there uh, we lived in a house in Little New Britain, Polish part of New Britain for a little bit. And then, uh, I don't know, Jimmy's got good video and audio editing skills. He went to school for that for a little bit. And he just likes doing things. And I'm a guy that likes doing things, but I don't like planning things. And now here I am. Boom. There you go. My corrections so. would be don't move your kid freshman year, first day of school. Didn't talk to anyone for three days until my gym teacher said, is anyone not from the two middle schools? And I said, me. And then Leah Zott started talking. He was like, oh. And that was the first time I opened my mouth because no, everyone just thought I was from the other school. And don't go to University of Hartford because I'm the, I went there for one semester and it's the most, uh, what's it called? Loans, student loans. Out of combined four and a half years from three mm-hmm. other schools, it was half amount of one semester at University of Hartford. So don't do that. And I had a scholarship to UHart, which is why I went there. What a trap. Trap. Gotcha. I'm going to play the voicemail at the end of the answer, a little Jeopardy style, just because I found it, and he can hear his voice on the show. Okay. What's going on, guys? It's Mike from the Bronx. Just calling for Mike from uh, the Bronx. John Boy and Jake Radio. I was pretty curious. I listen to you guys every day. And uh, I, I kind of want a backstory of your guys' friendship. You know, Jake lives in Denver, and John Boy lives basically everywhere from what i hear um i think it's cool you guys are so close i just want to know like how you guys stay close obviously through like the podcast and stuff but uh, i'm just curious to hear like the story of the friendship thanks man take care all right so we just quentin tarantino that bad boy answer first yeah question later i'm pretty good at staying close with friends because i moved every two years of my life so if i liked someone i like had to stay close. <laughs> it wasn't really right. an option. So it was like, okay, I either let that friendship slip or I talk to them every now and then. So that's what happened. Yeah. There's a bunch of old shit on YouTube of where things I was trying to get Jake to do with me because I just wanted to create funny or interesting or whatever content and I would force Jake to do it with me. And now we're finally doing it. So that's fun. Yeah, if you're if you're new and you you've got some serious time to kill at work, go go check out Grown Losers. Yeah. Um, and you'll, or or you'll, get to know us. Yeah, get to know us is pretty wild too. If you and if you see any of a a, a guy with a that's taller than us with a beard, he plays the mailman in, in uh, Grown Losers. That's that's our buddy Nick. He uh, he's <laughs> he's busy doing doing real world good stuff, but he's he's a silly mf'er. Um, yeah. and enjoy him. So there you go. There's the backstory. Um, there you go. Do you think you could take 12 shots of whiskey in a night again? Oh, yeah. I definitely can't. I don't know if you said yes or no there. Broke up. I said yes. Um, oh. I, I mean, I still, when I, when I still hit, hit the drink, I can still hit it pretty good. Mm. Um, I, I definitely can't. I could do it with ease back then. Right. Definitely can't anymore. That's what Get to Know Us was. We'd answer a question from fans, take a shot. By the end, we were 12 shots deep usually blocked out answering questions it was silly times bingo bingo you ready for better the day jake better the day better the day better the day it's the better the day better the day better the day
The three and oh man, the three and a half and oh man, steps up to the microphone for the bet of the day. What do you got for us on this Monday, Jake? Can he, will he, should he, can he, will he go four and oh? Wow. I'm going to start being your hype man. That song's bitching. Has no one said that yet? Haven't heard it once. Nobody's been tweeting that in. Um, James. I'm here. Jimmy, James, John Boy. Um, I'm... God, I've, I've got one with my gut and one with my heart. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with my gut here. I'm going to take... Make sure it's playing tonight. They're playing... They are playing tonight, Monday, January 14th. Um... I am going to take Kansas. Kansas is minus seven and a half against Texas. Um, Shaka Smart's Texas. They've played a couple games close, but end of the day, um, they're 10 and six right now. They just played Texas Tech tough, but that was at home. Uh, they also they lost to Oklahoma State. They. Um, what's I, this? What's the, I don't what's, know. The, what's the line? So Kansas is favored by seven and a half, and I and I'm taking that. Um, I don't I don't know. Kansas is ranked seventh. I think Kansas is one of the premier teams in college basketball. I I think there's a ton of parity. I think there's very few teams on their level. Uh, Kansas just had a little a minor scare at Baylor, who's not that good. So they're coming back home. I Texas likes to speed you up. I think Kansas is one of the few teams that can abuse you that way. Um, and I, I, I think Kansas comes out big at home, and uh, they, 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 they run up the score a little bit. Wow. Okay, interesting. So Texas yeah. is – Kansas is the seventh-ranked team right now. Yep. And this, the line is eight and a half. Texas just lost to the eighth-ranked team, Texas Tech – by six points. So there's something. And that was at Texas. And this game's at Kansas. 9 p.m. tip-off. Am I going to agree or disagree with you? You can't go undefeated forever. So do I not even look at the games and just say, got to lose eventually and go against you? Hmm. Hmm. Are there any injuries you're not telling me about? Those hidden injuries? I I don't think there's any injuries I'm not telling you about, no. Mm. Let's see. What should I do? What should I do? What should I do? Kansas. Now, they just beat Baylor by five. Right. Mm. Kansas has been in a little bit. They, they got whooped on by Iowa State. So, I mean, Kansas is... They beat TCSU by nine. Yeah. They lost to Iowa State by 17. Yeah, they got they got whooped on by Iowa State. But, I mean, for me, that Iowa State is now ranked. They snuck into the rankings now. I, I, think, uh, I, I think they bring it. I don't know. Texas is covering. Whoo! I'm disagreeing with you, Jake. You got to lose eventually. You can't go 5 and 0. No one can. So, you're out. You lose. Texas okay. covers. Well, if you like losing your money, bet Texas people. If you like something else, do something else. That's By the way, and and I I I I was trying to warn you on Twitter and I'll make a little warning on here. My friends have been loving this segment. Because I am a really bad sports gambler. So if you're banking on this as a source of income, just be careful. I would bet no one takes your bets. I've been getting DMs different things, Jimmy. <laughs> so People are I'm putting money you. on your bets. Yes. Who? You can't talk about it, man. That seems... Don't talk about another man's money. Silly. You're a silly person. You're a silly person. You're a silly person. Yep. But Jake, maybe if you, if you go 10-0, are you going to start charging? Are you going to become a tout? 
Maybe I guess so. I guess we, we were we started doing this as like a silly fun thing, but I I don't know. This might be a new business model for me if I if I stay hot. Yeah. So ten and zero, and you're gonna start charging for the bet of the day segment. We'll put it behind a paywall. Yes, paywall. <laughs> paywall is a fun word. I wish it didn't mean like what it means. Otherwise, I'd say paywall a lot. Yeah. Say uh, payday instead. Or maybe I maybe I am gonna start saying it a lot, but just for normal things like, oh, I'd love to go get a coffee, but that damn paywall. Yeah, that sounds good. I like that. Oh, joke. you mean pay, you mean buy a coffee? Yeah, the paywall. <laughs> the counter? You're talking about the uh, wall uh, in which she that, that divides p- you and her, and you give her money. Yeah. You got to try this place out for lunch. I mean, it's there. There's a bit of a paywall, but it's good. I like it. I think that's a good. Okay. Good clean humor, Jake. Good, clean humor. GCH. That's the end of the show. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Taken back Sunday. Does that mean they're taken back Sunday from the Lord? Is that what it means? Is it anti the Lord? Ooh, I like that. I don't know. Well, you're so last summer. She said, don't. See you guys.